Hello, everybody. Welcome to 20s in the 2020s. My name is Gabriel Gonzalez, and I'll be your host today. Um, I wanted to start off my podcast for the longest time, but I did not know how to properly start it, and I had no personal idea how it worked for a long time. I recently watched this Netflix show called Midnight Gospel, and I got inspired to start my own podcast based off this series. The main character in the series himself actually is also a person who interviews people and talks about different ideas of life. I thought it would be interesting to also do something like that, given my unique perspective. A couple things about me, just so you're aware, like my cultivation and everything. I lived in El Salvador, moved to the Netherlands, and live in the United States. Been exposed to three, three different cultures. Um, I feel like I understand the world a little bit different than the average person, but I definitely want to say that my experiences on this earth are a little bit more different than your average Joe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I wanted to start a podcast and talk about different ideas of life and uh, really challenge my listeners to like come up with like enlightening like thoughts and really make them their best self. And I personally am going to talk about different types of topics. I'm gonna have a couple guests starting. Uh, I know I actually uploaded already a podcast prior to this podcast with an interview with um, Elizabeth, and uh, I got to talk to her about her unique perspective of like traveling and not following the cultural norm of like going to college right after high school, and um, that was kind of interesting. But more about that in the next episode. For today's topic, I really wanted to talk about uh, self-validation. So self-validation, what is that? And what does it mean? Self-validation means that you're validating uh, yourself for who you are. Now, in the modern era in, in 2020, being a 20 year old and uh, kind of like seeking your self-validation is very hard considering that everything around you is reinforcing the idea of validation. Now, well, first things first, why is it important to like wanting to validate yourself? Well, the thing is that as soon as you don't rely on like, I guess like the your environment's approval, it allows you to open up yourself to like become who you wanna become. There's nothing stopping you. There's nothing specifically holding you back to like, let's say um, live out your dream into being a model or for me in specific, uh, wanting to be a professional photographer. I am still like struggling into like trying to figure out what I wanna do because to an extent, I still follow the rules of validation in my life. Now, why is that? It's because our culture, uh, and specifically when you're 20 years old, is reinforcing the ideas of like being uh, connected to social media, being connected to your friends uh, digitally. Um, when you have a platform like Facebook or Instagram that kind of reinforce the ideas of like being liked and being kind of like accepted by people by showing kind of appreciation from coming from them with the likes and the hearts that they give you, it opens up kind of like a dopamine way in your brain to like introduce kind of like this idea of like validation by others. Now, as soon as you start like feeling happy about the likes, as soon as you start like relying on kind of like a successful post for you on social media being the likes that you get, you start kind of like uh, living life on the basis of people's uh, idea of your social self. Now, what does that mean? 
Now, the social self is somebody or I guess your social identity that you choose to like portray on social media. And um, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but there's definitely some people out there that post just to post and uh, maybe you're one of those and there's nothing wrong considering that you're not aware about this validation thing. Um, when you post just to post for your followers, you're not really posting for yourself. You're posting for the people who follow you. Um, like when I used to have a personal Instagram account that I had a lot of followers on, um, I was at one point actually just posting my Instagram posts from them because I remember that I appreciated the likes. I really was indirectly kind of like in the loop of like wanting these likes to an extent I knew that that wasn't okay, but I didn't realize at the time how toxic it was and how hard it was to like just like not want those likes or like wanting them and not wanting them at the same time well this is the past summer in 2019 i deleted my instagram and i deleted my facebook as well um i realized that going without the main social networks for like a month was kind of a different experience it's definitely felt like i lost somebody <laughs> like uh, i guess like a part of me died or somebody died actually it felt more like somebody died than rather than me dying it's it's hard when when you have to go through i guess like social su social media suicide and um that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it or anything like that because I'm here to help you out and advise you to not having to commit social media suicide. And that means not actual suicide, of course, but that means that you delete your digital platform in order to come to this point of like your self-validation. Now, I recently have discovered this self-validation more in the last two weeks, and I feel like I've grown tremendously more in the last two weeks than I've grown in the last year. Now, why is that? Because I realized um, that when I was seeking for this validation from my peers, from my friends, I was relying on being kind of like confirmed that my identity, my personality was being accepted in my social circle. Well, the problem with all that is that when you're trying to rely on your friends or when you try to rely on your peers to like validate who you are, you give them power, not necessarily them, you might have given the people on social media already power over you based on the likes that you get. Now, why is that bad? Let's say like your friends are not your friends anymore or something happens, I don't know, like some crazy event in your life happens. It starts hurting when you see those likes decline or it starts like feeling more personal. And why is that? Because you gave it more power. You gave it power over you to make you feel that way. In order to overcome the phenomenon of like, I guess like validation of, on social media, you need to uh, kind of like be aware that it is a problem, you know, it, it, it's toxic because if you don't think it's a problem and it's nothing, it has nothing to do or like to like amplify your experience of life, then that's okay. That's all on you, you know, like if you don't want to admit that that's toxic and maybe it's not toxic for you because you never were like that. But the truth for me is that I feel like I, in the past, and I still struggle with it, I'm not saying that I'm a saint or anything like that, but in the past, uh, I had a hard time kind of like uh, getting over the whole experience of like getting these likes from people. And it, it was very tough to like, um, not wanting to post, to post for them. And 
after a while I got used to it after a while I really understood like that it wasn't necessary and I kind of like liberated myself to an extent by deleting my social network now again back to the topic of like why you shouldn't delete your social network and commit social suicide well the thing is that you might have some friends you might have people on there that you still want to keep in contact with uh, like I know when I deleted my Facebook I lost a lot of contact with my family from El Salvador and it was to an extent very disappointing because I really wanted to keep in touch with them but I know also to an extent like to free my mind or to like really be free of myself I had to go through the things that I had to go through to like immediately like kind of like I guess like practice to like be free I knew at that time that deleting social media was the best move or it sounded like the best move but um, it definitely was tough to deal with. Now, I don't want you to go through kind of like the neglect of like uh, regretting to like not have social media again or anything like that. Because I definitely went through that phase of like when I immediately deleted my social media that I was like, oh crap, I really want it back or I should have not done that. But um, after a while, I got personally recovered, you know, but we're exploring here two different paths. Now, if you decide to keep social media, of course, that's what the most common person would do you know um you should definitely consider turning off your notifications whether that's on facebook or instagram and kind of regulate the amount of times that you go on those applications now we can even talk about how much time as we as like i guess generation z or millennials who are listening i think that social media in itself is a different topic that we can dive deep into and in the amount of time that you spend on your phone but I'm not going to dive in too deep onto that today, but um, we're going to stay on topic with the validation. But I do think that there is much more benefit in that conversation as well. When you turn off your notifications on Instagram and uh, Facebook and all these other applications. Now, I don't know too much about Facebook anymore because I'm not addicted. I don't have a Facebook, but I do know that uh, when I uh, transitioned into like deleting my Instagram and Facebook, I still had a photography Instagram. And to an extent, I was still relying on the likes that I was getting on there. And it wasn't easy to like necessarily adapt into it because at the end, I kind of like felt that I was missing out on the experience. So I did follow a couple of my friends on my photography Instagram. Well, then I slowly started building up kind of like uh, the courage, like wanting to have a social Instagram for myself again. But this time I kind of did it right. I didn't want to do... Uh, I didn't want to like have people that I barely knew or acquaintances. I wanted to have people who were close to me in my personal Instagram. Well, now that I, I told you a little bit about that, let's go back to the topic of how you can like, um, I guess, rescue yourself from this like feeling of toxicity in your life with social media. Well, the thing that you can do is uh, definitely, like I said, turning off the notifications but also regulating the time you use your uh, social media, at least like if you wanting to use a certain like application like Facebook and Instagram for like only twice a day, that should be your limit and no longer than five minutes because if you don't have anything to post or if you don't have anything to particular see that you got tagged on or anything like that, you have no business being there if you just on there because truthfully you're wasting your time the experience is still being on social media is crucial because in modern time like employers kind of rely to an extent on like finding you on social media in order to validate you for employment sometimes which that is kind of ridiculous if you ask me but 
in uh, today's standards in society, it's kind of a requirement to like have a social network or like something that kind of like that's outside of Lincoln. The thing is that you are kind of required to like have social media sometimes in those factors, but this is why social media suicide is not the best way to go because if you do that, you might actually ruin your chances to actually get hired by an employer. Now, the best thing that I can tell y'all to like give y'all advice, I guess, is that it's hard to like live in this world with when society kind of like has this like uh, instant gratification moments through social media that gives us a personal boost. But I guess to like uh, begin the process of changing of like if you want to be liberated and not be a puppet of culture, um, I think the first thing, first step you need to acknowledge is that it is toxic to wanting to post for your followers. It is toxic to want to like be reliant on other people's approval. And the thing is like, if you are not doing these things already, good good for you. But I'm, I'm telling you, like I'm struggling with these like ideas still in my life. And I'm still struggling with the social acceptance of like my friends and I guess not only my friends, but like in the general public, like I'm trying to become more liberated by not being reliant on what people say. I'm trying to become more, I guess, in the, individual like i'm trying to become more individualized by trying to follow who i want to be by really developing this idea of like my own validation well in the end i know that this will be a journey for me and i will keep y'all updated on like maybe way later episodes on like how i'm going doing with that but i kind of wanted to start a topic off with a not necessarily easy topic but not necessarily hard topic to talk about I wanted to start y'all on a good mind-boiling idea, and I hope I inspire you to like think about that. I wanted to thank Duncan Trussell one more time for inspiring me to start my own podcast. I know that it's not easy for everybody to start their own podcast and really like, I guess, begin to talk about like their ideas. But um, I think it's definitely it's going to be an interesting experience recording uh, people our age in their twenties to like, uh, I guess, like bring in their perspective on media, society, and culture. If you like my podcast, please subscribe to it and make sure you share it with your friends. I'm starting off with ideas that are very challenging, but I'm also starting you with ideas that will make you grow as an individual. And uh, in the next episode, uh, actually it will be kind of like episode three because this is episode two, I will be discussing more complicated ideas with my good friend Reese Calloway. He has been my roommate a couple times in my life and I know that he's about to deploy to Qatar and he is going to have a lot of changes happen in his life and it will be interesting to talk to him about like his identity. Uh, more about that this upcoming weekend. Stay tuned though. Again. This is Gabriel Gonzalez, your host, and you've been listening to 20s in the 2020s. Thank you so much, y'all, and uh, have a wonderful day.